coming up. You, you know, you, you, you think you're living and, and, and you're experiencing things in life. And for you, it all seems innocent. You know, the experience, the groups you're with. But there's a con some conditioning happening <laughs> that's, that's getting us primed to be tempted. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Pastor Robert Scott of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. Did you know the devil only has three weapons he uses against us? But don't be fooled. He may only have three weapons, but he has plenty of tricks. Join us for the message series, Propositions from the Devil, where Pastor Robert and his wife Carolyn carefully walk through many of the traps from our very real enemy and the tools we possess to be victorious against him. Here's the fifth message in the series, A Money Trap, Part 1. Uh, there are things the devil proposes to us. And if it's, it's a, if it's a proposition from the devil, you know it ain't a good one. Hmm. So you just need to know that. And that's one of the reasons we need to talk about it. Amen. So that we can equip you to deal with his propositions. Because hmm. you're going to have to. That's right. And you can't avoid it. Every day. <laughs> Every day. And so um, we want to make sure you're equipped to deal with them properly and respond to them properly. Mm -hmm. And today, um, our, our subtopic for today is a, a money trap, mm -hmm. a money trap. And I say a money trap because there are several money traps, but um, um, I'm not gonna deal with them all today, but we will deal with one. Yeah. And so, you know, the devil wants to use everything um, in the world to keep us from having relationship with God. That's right. Um, and his son, Jesus Christ. I'm going to repeat that because I want to make sure you heard me loud and clear yeah. and it sinks into your spirit. The devil wants to use everything in the world. And I mean everything mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to keep us from having relationship with God and his son, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So you need to know that that it, it, it can come from people who are far away from you. It can come from people who are right next to you. He, he'll use them if he can. He'll use it if he can. Whatever it is, he'll use it. So you got to be sharp. You got to have your radars, your radar out and on, yeah. your senses out and on. You got to be prayed up, studied up. And you got to have some folks around you that you're fellowshipping with that are prayed up yeah. and studied up yeah. so that you protect yourself because he will and he wants to use everything. Everything. And when you say those people far and near, you, you're also talking about people that that the people that are close to you that you love right people, and your enemies <laughs> yeah. that you don't, yes. you don't care to deal with yes so they can use your enemy the people you love satan is just busy huh? yes yes he wants yeah. to he wants to do it all so um it's important it's important that we are we are uh, prepared mm -hmm. and so yeah. um so so consequently um uh one of the things that he wants to use is money. Yeah. And this is a great one that he wants to use because we put so much value on it. Mm. 
See, we put so much value on it. He, he wants to use it. So he has created money traps. Um, and consequently, what he does is he attacks our perception, our perceptions of money to cause us to misperceive the will and the ways of God. Yeah. He'll use money to get our thoughts about God off track, mm -hmm. out of sync, mm -hmm. off, off, out of line, you know, yeah. false, whatever. He'll just, he don't want us to understand the will and the way of God. And he'll use money to do that. So I want to implore you not to get caught in one of his money traps, mm -hmm. really any trap, but specifically we're talking about money trap, a money trap today. Yeah. Remember, we already discussed how the devil only has three pathways to tempt us, but he has a whole lot of tricks. Yeah. So there are many money traps. And so we must understand that. And we don't want to get caught in any of them. Mm -hmm. Today, we will explore how a certain man named Simon mm -hmm. got caught in a money trap. And it is quite possible that it led to his eternal separation from God. It doesn't, the scripture doesn't tell us conclusively, mm -hmm. but it sure seems like it. And when we, we, that, that trap is what um, led to his eternal separation from God potentially. And that means he was doomed to hell, wow. potentially. So on your outline, write this down. Some elements of the devil's traps. Mm -hmm. Some elements of the devil's traps. And again, this could be any trap. Um, and then that includes his money traps. The first is the world and our social environments condition us to be tempted. The world, and the places we go, the people we hang around, condition us to be tempted. It's, it, it, you, you know, you, you, you think you're living and, and, and you're experiencing things in life. Mm -hmm. And for you, it all seems innocent. You know, the experience, the groups you're with, but there's a con some conditioning happening <laughs> that's that's getting us primed to be tempted. Yeah, I just and, I just visualize you know sitting in a group, you know people friends yeah. or whatever you might be having fun and just looking around knowing the devil is lurking <laughs> somewhere <laughs> somewhere nearby that group. Yeah, you know. Yeah, either he's lurking or the his influence is, that's lurk, right. is lurking. That's right. His influence. That's right. Yeah. Some little demon he sent. Yeah, <laughs> it's there. Yeah. yeah. Amen. And so we just got to be aware and understand that. Look what it says here in Acts eight or nine, eight and verse nine. It says, "Now for some time, a man named Simon had practiced sorcery in the city." and amazed all the people of Samaria. So he was doing some little magical tricks kind of stuff. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and he did it so well that he amazed the people in Samaria. Y'all get this? And he was doing this for some time. So for some time, the people were amazed at his practice of sorcery. 
imagine him being in that environment, in that group, in that culture, that's looking at his activities, his practices in amazement. Think about that. Think about some environments that you've been in where the people were amazed by you or something you did or something you said. Uh, that you're still not, you're still not getting it. You're still not getting it. Okay, you posted something on social media, right? And then you got a million likes. <laughs> All right. If you, if you want to understand, okay, a million folk, you know, they start triggering. First, you just had like ten, and then it went to hundreds. Then it went to thousands. I'm just saying, hypothetically, hypothetically. Then it goes to tens of thousands, and then hundreds of thousands of likes, and then a million likes. People are amazed by what you posted. Yeah. And I'm just trying to get you to see how that will impact you when you amaze people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the people were amazed by Simon's sorcery, mm -hmm. his magical, tricky kind of activities. Yeah. That does something to your psyche, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, it will. Yeah. If you're not careful. Right. right. And that takes us to point number two, the, the element number two of the devil's trap. And that is our conditioning greatly contributes to our self-identity and our self-confidence. Our conditioning greatly contributes to our self-identity and our self-confidence. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So anyway, we talk about Simon here and his amazing them with his sorcery yeah. and how everybody was saying they were amazed by it. Mm -hmm. Look what it says here in Acts 8, 10 through 11. Mm -hmm. It says, and all the people, both high and low, <laughs> the big and the low, the, 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 the folks who are high on, 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 on the, uh, the high, in hierarchy, the social hierarchy, and folks on the low, low end of the social hierarchy, all the people gave him, it says, gave him their attention and exclaimed, this man rightly called the great power of God. Look at that. Hmm. Let's stop right now. We got to stop on that. He's doing all this magical kind of stuff, and the folks are amazed to the extent that they said he, it is right hmm. to say that he is called the power of God, the great power of God. Mm -hmm. You see that? <laughs> Just because they were amazed. They were amazed at what he did. And they, they start viewing him as the power yeah. of God. Like this got to be God. It's got to so be, right. this got to be, his, him, his ability to do that has right. to be, has to be right. God. Yeah. Oh wow, you you can see now. Oh, oh yeah, it's gone way too far. It's gone, it's right. gone, it's yeah. gone way too far. Unfortunately, um, folks, people get to the point where they're so amazed by somebody's actions, whether it's an actor or a politician, a athlete, it doesn't matter. People get so amazed and they start treating that person like their God. That's right. That's right. That's true. Yeah. Oh wow. And then it it as the point says it starts to affect their self identity, mm -hmm. 
and their self-confidence. This reminds me of um, the, uh, what's her name? Her name escaping me now, the Rousey, the, the female MMA fighter. She, at one point she had whooped everybody. And then when she lost her first fight, she lost herself. Mm. And she admittedly said she didn't know what to do. It, 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 it rocked her world. Because mm-hmm. her identity and her confidence was caught up into her fighting. Yeah, Ronda Rousey. And Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. And her winning fights, not just fighting, but her beating everybody. Mm-hmm. And everybody being amazed at her fighting ability. Mm-hmm. And then when she lost a fight, she went into depression and 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 just it just messed her up. Wow. She didn't know who she was anymore. Mm-hmm. And this is just one example of how our the world and our social environments yeah. condition us. Yeah. Yeah, she lost her identity. Wow. Yes. You can't lose your identity if it's in Christ. And that's the one. That's why we got to put our ourselves and gain and understand who we are through Christ Jesus, Mm -hmm. not through the world or our social environments. They don't define us. God does. He created us. Mm -hmm. The Bible says we were fearfully and wonderfully made. Right. And 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 it says in Jeremiah, "I knew you. I knew you." Yeah. from the womb yeah yeah and this is the thing that we got to understand that that these things don't determine who we are god does amen and then the passage reads on in acts 8 11 i'm concerning simon mm-hmm. so they said he was a great power of god right and now it says they followed him because he had amazed them for a long time with his sorcery. So they became his followers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, because they were amazed by him. They calling him the power of God. Now they're following him. They're following him on Facebook. <laughs> they subscribe to his YouTube channels. Yeah. You yeah. know, they're following him on Instagram and any other TikTok and whatever else, all that stuff out there. And I'm just showing you how our environments it affects everything, and now they're following him. And it says all of them, high and low, young and old, following him. He's amazed everybody. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Oh, you don't tell me this ain't going to affect. What you say, Brother James, a scroll book? <laughs> <laughs> right. Sir. Mm-hmm. And so he... He he was he was being he was he was being conditioned. Yeah. And it all felt good. It's like, hey, everybody thinking I'm I'm hot to, you know, I'm the big stuff and I got it all going on, and it's all good for him. And so we've been in situations, you know, it, it may not have been as prominent as he is, but we've been in situations where you know folks have look is looking up in amazement at us and all of that. I'm just letting y'all know. That, that that can set you up to be tempted if you're not careful. Amen. All right. And and look what it says here in Proverbs 16, 18. It said, pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Yeah. Man. 
So you can imagine pride setting in with this man who they're calling the power of God and amazed, and they're following him. He got, you know, he got fans, uh-huh. you know, paparazzi, if you will, all around him because he's the he's the talk of the town. Yeah. <laughs> and that can that can do something to your pride, your self-identity, your confidence. You can start you you can start uh, smelling your own stuff, you know, mm-hmm. thinking you something you ain't. Mm-hmm. And this is why it's so critical. It is so critical. But these the world has set us up. Yeah. And then um, the easy to read version says um, in reference to Proverbs 16, 18, it says pride is the first step toward destruction. Mm. Proud thoughts will lead you to defeat. I made it plain. Okay. <laughs> Not only is it the easy to read you, version, it's the easy to understand. <laughs> that made it plain. That's right, dear. Didn't get it from that first time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Pride is the first, first step. Toward <laughs> destruction. Right. Proud thoughts will lead you to defeat. Yeah. Stop thinking highly of yourself. You bother you just going down. Yeah. The more you do that. That's Amen. right. You start thinking you something. Right. And you you ready. You ready to fall. You ready to fall. Ready to fall. Yeah. You tipping over already. You already leaning. You right. off the edge already. Right. You start thinking you something. And that's a, there's a difference between that and confidence. You can be yeah. confident about what you're doing. You be yeah. confident in the word and what God says you are. Yeah. There's a whole different story. You being prideful about it. Right. Yeah. And then you want to be confident, as, as she said, you want to be confident in God, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As in God. So you say, God, you made me. Right. You created me to right. do X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. And I'm out of obedience and honor to you. I do what I do. But it is you that gets the glory, not me. Right. He gets the glory every time. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so but we yeah. we can let the world and our environments start to make us think mm-hmm. we're something. Oh, yeah. And we're ready. We're primed. We're primed for a fall when that happens. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you, how did how did uh, uh, an environment that you were in lead you to pride? Mm-hmm. Think about it. Yeah. You know, go way back. You know, it, it might have been when you get around your, your, your grandma, you know, your grandma, you know, says something to you and you start to feel yourself a little bit. <laughs> you know, your aunts and uncles and cousins and your friends, your coach, whoever else start to start to feel yourself. I, I remember I think I told you all this one time before and and I think in the ninth grade, I think it was the ninth grade. Eight, I think this time was the eighth grade, the first and when it well, probably was the ninth grade. My basketball coach, you know, I was I was he, he thought I was taking too many shots, I guess. And um, he said, Robert, who you think you are, the big old? You know, I know I'm dating myself because that was some years ago. But he, 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 that was his way of telling me, you ain't all that. <laughs> you ain't the big old, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Um, you need to chill. You're shooting too much. <laughs> mm-hmm. right, right, right. And so. Um, so uh, <laughs> KJ, KJ, thank you, KJ, for telling us what the big old means. Yeah. The Oscar big, Robinson. Oscar Robinson okay. is a Hall of thank Fame, you. Hall of Fame player, basketball player. Saying, what is he talking about? <laughs> 
<laughs> at least I know somebody paying attention. Yeah, yeah. Even you let you know, hey, I don't even know what he's talking about, right? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And so, so think about yourself. When have you gotten prideful about something, you know? It could be anything, you know, when you got that nice haircut or that nice hairdo or you got that nice outfit and everybody was raving over your shoes and your your fit and whatever. And you just felt like you were something, you know, mm -hmm. you just got to be careful. You got to be careful. Like I said, your our, the world and our social environments will will condition us to be tempted. Yeah. Amen. You got to understand Amen. that. You got to understand that. <laughs> That had to be that had to be you, Dan. That said big old tires. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan. We on the same page, like big old, big old. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you know what? I said it had to be Dan, but you know it could have been you, Lori, because you guys both had that symptom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sound more like Dan to me oh, too. Okay. I would have said that was Dan too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so the a third element everyone that will uh, uh of the devil's traps is eventually everyone will encounter changes and transitions mm -hmm. eventually everyone will encounter changes and transitions okay just in general you're gonna you're gonna encounter changes and transitions especially if you you're up high you know yeah. you you can't be there forever <laughs> Hey, you're just not gonna be a champion forever. You're not gonna be on top forever. Things are gonna change. If you get to that place where people are amazed of you, there will come a time where folks ain't gonna be amazed in you no more. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna have to understand that and do some things so that you don't fall and you don't be tempted and you don't let pride get the best of you. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin, and I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at QuenchLifeCF to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. We should call out sin so that people can be set free. Yeah. Set free. We got to call it out, y'all. 
In fact, that's how we love them. If we let people stay in sin, stay captive to sin, then that's not love at all. Thank you for listening. 